Whenever a cycle approaches conclusion, we've been zolcha to to live and and to embark on another season of slichus, and hopefully everything that that implies and entails. It's an occasion for, for Shavach Lehodah that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has blessed us, has been mezakas with another such opportunity. That feeling is, is magnified. This year, it's the first time in, in three years that we've gathered to begin that season of Slichus together. The, the Rambam provides us in the heading of Hilchos Tshuva with the quintessential definition of Tshuva V'husha Yoshev Achote Mecheto L'fnei Hashem The most basic meaning of, of Tshuva our immediate association is that tshuva is triggered by chayt, tshuva responds to chayt, tshuva repairs chayt. In this context, when we speak of cheshban anafesh, cheshban anafesh means that we assess, we evaluate our actions against the standard of Shulchan Aruch, to see whether our actions measure up. Tshuva is chait-centric. But, but tshuva, without in any way looking to decentralize that dimension of tshuva, but tshuva is broader than that as well. Igmar Yuma, it's the second source that you have in front of you. Amr Bionasan Gdola Tshuva Shemeviyas Hagoula. Tshuva is redemptive. Now, Chazal are clearly referring to the Gulas Haklal, the redemption of the Jewish people as a whole, but there's no Gulas Haklal without Geulah Saprat. There can't be Geulah 
for the Jewish people as a whole unless we individually experience Geula as Yechidim. It's actually Meduyak in, in the Gemara's Drosha. Shenema uvolet Zion Goel uleshavi fesher beYakov. Matam uvolet Zion Goel. How is it that the Redeemer will come to Zion? Zion, the, the collective, the people as a whole. Mishum deshavi fesher beYakov, because the Yechidim, Loshen Rabin, all the Yechidim have experienced tshuva. What is Tshuva Shel Geula entail? Let's perhaps approach that through the lens of the Gemara and Yuma. It's the seventh source. It appears in page two. Amr of Yehuda, Amr Rav, Why was Shaul punished that he lost the Malucha, that, that he did not bequeath the Malucha to future generations that Neshe Mochalal Kvoda. The halacha is that, that a Melech has no right to forego the honor due his position. Shaul did that. And for that reason, he was Nana. Shanema Uvnev Liya'al. Wicked individuals, Omru, in response to Shaul's being anointed as king. They refused to acknowledge Shaul. They heaped scorn upon him. And Shaul was silent. The, the Gemara is very puzzling because we know it's explicit psukim in Shmuel Aleph that Shaul lost the Malucha because he didn't fulfill his mandate to destroy Amalek. So Rashi is clearly bothered with the, the, the question. Rashi says, Why was Shaul put in a position where he would fail and that would cause him to lose the, the, the Malucha. But let's perhaps explore a, a different approach to the Gemara. The, the Psukim in the, the, the approach is, is one which uh, my, my son told me in the name of Reb Zalik Epstein, Zechonah the Psukim and Shmuel Aleph, which recount the whole story with Shoal and Amalek, Shoal is commanded, Pasigimel, Ata Lech Vihikisas Amalek, Vahacharamtem Eskola Shalah Velosachmalalav. Go and utterly destroy Amalek, Vehimata, Meisha Ad Isha Meolo Vadyonik Mishova Atsem Migomo Vadchamor. Utter complete destruction. What in fact happens in Pasuk Tas Vayachmol Shaul Vahoam Al Agog Valmetav Hatzon Vahaboko Vahamishnim Val Hakoim Val Kolatov Velo Ovu Hacharimam? 
Shaul and the people do not do not follow the command. As relayed by Shmuel Hanavi. And yet, Posegud Gimel, Vayavo Shmuel al Shaul, Vayomel al Shaul, Bachatol Hashem, Hakimosi is Dvar Hashem. Shaul, the Mashiach Hashem, is not a, not a liar. Not a liar. Certainly not a brazen liar. So on the one hand, he clearly disobeyed. And on the other hand, he goes and, and greets Shmuel. Baruch Hashem. Hakimosi is Hashem. When, when Shmuel challenges him, What's, what, what are all these sounds that I hear? So Shaul is still sticking to his guns. We know that because in Pasuk Chof, like he, he's caught seemingly with his hand in the cookie jar, and Shaul still insists, no. So what was it? So clearly, in Pasuk Tezvav, Shaul is offering a defense. So what's the defense? So Zalig explained as follows. In Posig Yud Zion, Shmuel rebukes Shaul and tells him as follows. How, how is the rebuke relevant to the, to the sin? I don't know, whatever Shaul's hate was, misplaced uh, mercy. But, but what's it got to do with you're a humble, self-effacing person, but you're the king. So Shmuel understood what had happened. Ultimately, Shaul comes to that recognition as well. Pasuk Chav David, Vayomer Shaul Shmuel Chotasi Kiavati Es Pi Hashem VeAzvarecha Ki Yaresi Asoan VeEshma BeKolam. Shaul didn't think he had the strength to impose his will, the will of Hakadosh Baruch Hu, on the people. The people didn't want to. Utterly destroy Amalek. Shaul didn't think that he could bring them in line. When Shaul greets Shmuel and says, Hakimosi is Bar Hashem, he thinks so. He thinks, to the best of my ability, to the best of my ability, to the maximum that was possible, Hakimosi is Bar Hashem. And what does Shmuel tell him? Oh, hello, I'm katan ata be'enecha, ro'sh shifte yisam ata. 
In this sense, Reb Zalik said, we understand so beautifully the Gemara and Yuma, it's the same Midah. The same Midah that, that when, when upon his ascension to the throne, when there were people who heaped scorn on him, so there too, Shaul didn't feel that he had the ability to be assertive, to respond the way a Melech Yisrael was obligated to respond under those conditions. And it was that same Midah that was his undoing in the encounter with Amalek. Or in other words, Shaul's hate consisted the source, the root of his hate, was that Shaul underestimated himself. When a person underestimates himself, herself, when a person underestimates his or her ability to do, to accomplish, to prevail, so Rahman al-Litzlan, this can tragically result in hate. And we're accountable for such chatoim. We're obligated to know our potential and not to underestimate ourselves. We asked, what, what does a tshuva shel ge'ula involve? What does it mean? If you go back to the first page, Sources Gimel in the beginning of Source Dalid, the Ramban's famous introductory remarks to Sefer Shmos, the, the thematic unity, each of the Hamisha Chum Shaitara Paramban has, has thematic unity. The thematic unity of Sefer Shmos, it's the story of Golos and Geula, exile and redemption. The Torah begins with the Shvatim coming down to Mitzrayim, which is the inception of Golos. Golos has not been fully terminated. Ad Yom Shuvam El Makomon. That there's an underlying assumption that what their ancestors accomplished, they too can accomplish. The spiritual station that their ancestors were on is one that's accessible to them. Golos means returning, but notice, really, it's returning. The Ramban doesn't say Tankodesh Baruch Hu, it's returning to themselves. Dalacha writes the Maharal, Ki Hachu Vehilo Odom, Mitzad Ki Hodom, Niva Behaskalaso, Belochet. Vikasha Hushavel Hashem is Baruch, Oso Odom, Chosel Haskalaso. So the second meaning of Chuva complementing or expanding upon the first meaning is tshuva not in the sense of pulling back from chet, she yoshuv mei 
not tshuva in that sense of recoiling, pulling back from chet, but tshuva in returning to oneself, returning to one true self. And what that involves is not only leaving chet behind, but it also involves a process of discovery or rediscovery of one's potential, one's abilities, one's kochos hanefesh. But l- l- let's try to broaden and deepen our understanding of tshuva shel geula. If you take a look at the top of page 2, Suas Vav, The owner of Yehuda Mana Abire Leif, who are example of arrogant or, 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 or stout-hearted people, Guvai Tipshai, the foolish Guvai, name of a of a of, of a certain population. Amr of Yosef Teda, where does one see that? quality of, of, of callousness, of spiritual insensitivity manifest, there's not a single gear has emerged from their ranks. It's a people who have not produced a single gear. The, the locals in the, the town, the city of Machasya, they're also Abir Elev. They too are spiritually callous, insensitive. In Tishrei and in Nisan, happens in Machasya. They see the, the honor of Torah, twice, annually. Year in, year out, and here too, and not a single gear has emerged from their ranks. Now, there is no chiyot for a Gentile to convert. A Gentile who, who lives his life and never born a Gentile, lives a Gentile, dies a Gentile, is not guilty of anything. Not guilty of anything. He's going to be held accountable for Sheva Mitzvah's B'nai He's not required, not required to, to, to be misguided. And yet, the Yehuda, Ravashi, harshly criticize for not doing so. The, the, the understanding is clear. It may not be a hate, but what a waste for a person to have such potential to have been able to elevate 
one's relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to squander that potential, to, to live a life and, and, and not tap into that potential, and notice, notice how precise the, the, the wording of the Gemara is, Guvay Tipshay. He doesn't say they're Rishoyim. No, Russia would imply hate. No, you can't indict them for any hate, but such tipshus, such foolishness, what a waste. On the bottom of, of page one, source hey. Vayavu Hashem alponov vayikra. Amr of Yochanan ilmoling mikra kasuv. Iyafshal omer. This is the source for our slichus, of course. Melamech and Satif Hakadosh Baruch Hu kishliach tzibur. The herelo lemoshe said the tefila. Kaviyochal Hakadosh Baruch Hu projected an image before Moshe Rabbeinu of a shliach tzibur and showed him what the centerpiece of, of Slichos is This is how to approach me Hashem, Hashem Anihu kodem sheyechto ha'adam v'anihu la'acha sheyechto ha'adam v'yaseh tshuva the two names, Hashem, Hashem, is not repetitious. The first one refers to HaKadosh Baruch Hu's relating to a person, Kodem Sheyachta. The second, Ma'acha Sheyachta. Omer Avinatam, Tosas quotes, in terms of identifying within the Posuk of Hashem, Hashem, which are the Yud Gimel Midas Arachimim? So Omer Rabbeinu Tam the Shnei Shemos Arishonim Hem Shnei Midas. The two Hashem's Hashem Hashem should be counted separately as Midas Kedamin and Hocha, and that's what the Gemara is explicating, is elaborating. Ani Hashem Kodem Sheyachta Levachem Alav. I, I extend my divine mercy to the person and I extend it afterwards as well. But why does the person need a Midas Arachmanus? We understand. After the person has sinned, so, Midas Hadin, a strict attribute of justice, would not allow for him to do tshuva. And if it allowed for him to do tshuva, it would demand immediate, instantaneous tshuva. There wouldn't be a Midas Arachatayim. But what's the need for a Midas Arachmanus Kodem tshuva? There are many different answers. They're not mutually exclusive to this Gemara, but one that, that I heard from my father, Zechon Levracha, he suggested that the Ani Hashem Kodem Sheyachta refers to what we're talking about, potential. 
Could be that a person hasn't sinned, but it doesn't mean that all is right and all is well with him. Kodim Shiyachta as well. There may not be hate on the horizon, but is he tapping, is the individual tapping into his or her potential? Is the person, is the individual fulfilling the God-given potential? Maximizing the kochos hanefesh? Amidus HaRachmonus is needed kodam hachet also. Not only la'acha hachet. The tshuva shel ge'ula which involves returning to oneself, discovery, rediscovery of one's potential, is not exclusively chait-centric. In this vein, the cheshven nefesh consists not only of measuring ourselves against our actions against the Shulchan Aruch, but of measuring it against ourselves. There is a... a Tradition, it's, it's alluded to in many sources. One of them is the last source you have here, source Yud on page 3. What's Pshat that when, when we find HaKadosh Baruch Hu calling out to Avram, Avram, or Yaakov, Yaakov, or Moshe, Moshe, why mention the name twice? So Chaim Vital, whom the Nafesh Chaim is quoting, already explains that everyone has two images. There's a celestial image which reflects the person's nisham. That's that's one image. That's one identity every one of us has. And then there's a second terrestrial image which reflects who the person is here in this world. What the person does, how the person lives. <coughs> the Gemara in Chulan Rashi quotes that he named Malachi Elokim Olim the Yordimbo. So the Gemara says that the Malachim were all led to look they looked at Yaakov Avinu's celestial image the image projected by the Neshama Tahora reflecting its full kochos, its full capacities and then they were Yordim and, and they were comparing it to his earthly image, to who Yaakov Avinu actually was. And, and this is true in all areas. It's true ben Adam l'chaveru, ben Adam l'atzma, ben Adam l'makom. At times, underestimating ourselves, as in the case of Shaul, results 
in actual chait, and at other times it's not chait. But there's not that much solace in that. It's just squandered potential. It could very well be that in our interpersonal relationships we behave acceptably. We behave adequately. And it could be that we would want to be better, but we don't see that we have the capacity or the potential. I would want to be a better child, a better spouse, a better parent, a better sibling, a better friend, a better teacher. But I can't be what I'm not. We set all kinds of glass ceilings. We impose all kinds of constraints. And then we're limited. And we're restrained by those erroneous self-assessments. I would really want to improve my midos more. I would really want to improve my character, accomplish more in the realm of Tikkun Amidas. I am who I am. I'm too old to change. And, and often, with the same misplaced sincerity of Shaul Hamelech, we're sincere about that. It's not intended as an excuse. We genuinely, erroneously believe that. Ben Adam Lamakom, what I would give to be able to daven a whole with Kavana. But in our generation, how many people are capable of that? Maybe a few Yechidim, a few individuals. I don't belong to that, uh, that, that elite group. I would want to learn more. I wasn't. I wasn't blessed with uh, with, with, with abilities in, in that area. Tshuvasel Geula. When we return to ourselves, recognizes those glass ceilings for what they are. It breaks them. It removes the self-imposed restraints. Now, obviously, I, I don't mean to suggest that each and every one of us is capable of anything and everything. We all have our kalchas. There are things we can do, and there are things we can't do, obviously. But too often, that truth notwithstanding, we underestimate ourselves, and, and we confuse what's possible with what's comfortable, and what's attainable with what's easy. I, I've been thinking about this theme for a, a while now, and coincidentally or providentially, take, take your choice, 
I was speaking with a, a, a Talmud this week. A very wonderful young man, idealistic young man, who before coming to yeshiva served in, in Sahal as a, as a chayal bodet. So we were talking a little bit about his experiences. And he said one of the things that he carries over now to his post-army civilian life, is that the mantra in the army was that hakol barosh. They would be challenged to do things which they thought were physically impossible. To hike all night with uh, carrying a, a, a load of, of 80 pounds or something, which they thought was physically impossible. To, to arrange themselves in a certain arrangement in, 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 at the blink of an eye, in, in what seemed to be not doable. And in the training, they were told time and time again, Hakobarosh. Okay, so maybe it needs to be modified to Barosh. Maybe it's not literally Hakobarosh. Maybe that was a kiyom of Dibra Torah and Havai. But it's certainly true. One of his drushes, my grandfather Zechon Levach, quotes the following story from the Tanah Dvelio. Pam achas hayisi mahalech mimokom lemokom umitzaani odam echad shalohoya v'lo mikra v'lo mishna v'hoya mislotzei to malik v'dvarim uboy kenegdi v'amatilo b'ni. I was once walking and I encountered an individual who, who hadn't learned any Torah. And I said to him, my son, what are you going to answer? HaKadosh Baruch what are you going to answer your father in heaven, the Yom Adin? I have a response. I wasn't given the, the ability. What do you do for living? I'm a trapper, a hunter, a trapper. So who taught you how to make the nets and, and, and how to cast it into the, to the ocean and then to, to pull in the fish? No, I was, I was given understanding. I was given resourcefulness. If for that you were endowed with ability,
There's a famous interpretation from, I think it's from a Bitzel of Aloshana. Igman Bava Basra says that Moshe Abenu resembled the sun, Pnechama, Yeshua bin Nun was Pnei Levana. And when Yehoshua succeeded Moshe Abenu, the Zekenim Shabadur, who were Yehoshua bin Nun's more or less his contemporaries, reacted, Oy lala osa busha, oy lala osa cherpa. It's, uh, what an embarrassment. The Bitzla explains as follows. We, the busha, the busha wasn't that Kal Yisrael was now being led by a person of lesser stature than Moshe Rabbeinu. There was there couldn't be another Moshe Rabbeinu. What was the Busha? What was the Chaifa? The Zikain of Shabbatot, we had the same opportunity as Yeshua bin Nun. We had the same opportunity. And yet look, he's a Levana. He's a moon who reflects the light of the sun. And what are we? Were they guilty of Bittal Torah? Not necessarily. Not necessarily. But they didn't recognize the potential. And because of that, they didn't maximize their potential. One, one more. If you take a look on, on page 3, source test, Yuan recounts a dialogue between Rabbi Meir and his Rebbe, Elisha ben Avuya, who, after drifting to heresy, is known as Acher. Let, let, let's jump in on, on line four. Talmud Chochem, Afupi Shasarach Yeshot Takana. Talmud Chochem. Even if he sins, can rectify the sin. He can rectify himself. You too, Acher, Elisha ben Avuya, do tshuva. No, I heard a heavenly basko. Shuva vanim shavavim. Hakadosh Baruch Hu extends his hand, an invitation to tshuva to all, with one exception. Chutz me'acher. He was riding a horse on Shabbos. Rabbi Meir was on foot and, and was learning Torah. I've been tracking how far we've gone, we've reached the Trum. You can't go any further. So go back. So Amalei, so Meir says to Acher, You also go back. I told you, I can't. 
כבר שמעתי מאחורי הפרגוד, שוב ובנים שלבון ועם חוץ מאחר. The Yerushalmi underneath adds one detail and there's one difference from the Bavli. The detail is, again, Acher says, I can't. It wasn't Stam a Shabbos, and it wasn't Stam out for a ride, but he was going behind the Kodesh HaKadoshim on Yom Kippurim Shechol Yos the most concentrated Kedusha imaginable. Yom Kippurim Shechol Yos in proximity to the Kodesh HaKadoshim. ושמעתי בסקול יוצא מבייס קודש הקדושים ואומר שוב ובונם שובבים חוץ מאלישה בן אבויה. And I heard that בסקול. And the בסקול said, no, all the wayward sons are invited to do tshuva with the exception of אלישה בן אבויה. So in the Yerushalmi's version, the בסקול doesn't say אחר, the בסקול says אלישה בן אבויה. So my grandfather זכרון לברכה in, in one of the drushes it's printed, says a pshat nifla ma'od. There's no reason to think that Acher was like Paro, was like Sichon, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu was Noel Dal Se'atshuva. It's, it's inconceivable that Acher was deprived of the right to do tshuva. What happened? So what's the pshat? What the Baskol actually said, there was a Baskol. The Baskol said, As long as you adhere to this false, superimposed identity of Acher, you won't be able to do tshuva. But if you'll shed that false identity, You'll be the real you. You'll be Elisha ben Avuya, so then you can do tshuva. Acher translated the Baskol the way the Yushalmi presents it. The Baskol actually said, Chutz Acher, the way you are now, there's no possibility of tshuva. But if you'll return to yourself, you can do tshuva. And he, tragically, understood, misunderstood that baskol as not rejecting Acher, but as rejecting Elisha ben Avuya. So the, the, the uh, native Yiddish speakers will... will Forgive my accent, please. I'll, I'll, I'll read you a couple of lines from, from the original. You know why Elisha ben Avuya rebelled against the Yvam Shalom? Despite the fact that he was so great in Torah, because the Tana, the Heilige Tana, Elisha Ben Avuya, 
didn't understand his own Eganim Koach. Lo Yoda es Kocho Umorad Ba'atzmo. He first rebelled against himself. The eigene ich unwissenheit, his own self-ignorance, und selbst misrepresentation, it's a quiet name in Yiddish, and the self-misrepresentation, hovim goim given dem tragischen chet, caused the tragic chet. Elul is a time for a person to believe in himself, herself. First and foremost, in the ability to do tshuva. And beyond that, to have expanded horizons of what a person can do and what a person can accomplish. There is a third meaning of tshuva. There's tshuva min hachet, withdrawing, pulling back from chet. There's tshuva elatzmo, a person returning to himself. And of course, the shavta ada shamalukecha, shuvu elai. But in truth, number two and number three, when a person returns to himself and when a person returns to the Ibn Shalalam, a really hainuhach. We'll come just, we'll give the Maharal the last word. If you come in Os Dalit again, in, on page one, the second excerpt from the Siva Tshuva. You should understand the, 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 the substance of Tshuva, that a person returns to HaKadosh Baruch Hu Mesalek Atzum Menachet. HaTshuva Azos Iyafsar Raka Sheyeshlo HaPshitos Menachet Legamrei. V'zeh Sho'amar Gedol HaTshuva Shemagas HaKis Yaakovah. The same Gemara in Yuma also depicts Tshuva, that, that it reaches Kaviyocho HaKadosh Baruch Hu's throne. Ki Misham HaScholas HaHava Yemeno Adam. So that's where I want to show this comes from. When a person returns to his or her true self, when a person begins by recognizing his or her true abilities, doesn't sell himself, herself short, recognizes what the Neshama Tahoresh and Asatavi is capable of, is capable of in our Ben Odom Lachavero, Ben Odom Laatzman, Ben Odom Lamakom, a person realizes that, a person acts on it, a person is, is Shavel Hashem.